Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a bright future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision really easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malal This is Cam Talbot. This is Carmen David from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. Joining you on Oilers Now. In studio at 6.30, Chad. 6.30, Chad, by the way, uses Digitex. And Digitex is the title, the title sponsor for this show. Digitex, where their printers and their service, outstanding. Well, we're going to let that song continue to go because it's such a good song. Rural Alberta Advantage. Uh, they now sell supplies, does Digitex, for all brands of printers at Big Savings. DigitexSupplies.ca. Oh, the genesis of a show. Look, I know we've got the Holenka Gretzky Cup uh, going on. It is semifinal day uh, down there. Uh, we're going to get a couple clips from a couple of the individuals that are involved in uh, the Center Ice Summit. 
One of the most powerful men in hockey, Rene Fassell, joined us on yesterday's show. Glenn Galtzen is also speaking at the Center Ice Summit, and we'll hear some comments from them. But the genesis of his show, yesterday we're out in Westlock, and then a guy calls into the show and starts asking about Wayne Gretzky's only fight. And we, of course, all thought it was with Neil Broughton. But there was another fight with an Edmonton native, a guy who, it just so happened, was a one-time roommate of Stan Makita and was once chased around the ice by Brad Park in one of the most bizarre stick-swinging incidents you would ever see. Doug LeCure will be joining us on today's edition of Oilers Now. And speaking of taking a trip down memory lane, he remains perhaps the most popular sports media personality in the history of Edmonton. And he hasn't been working in eight years. He's the Hockey Hall of Fame voice of the Edmonton Oilers, Rod Phillips, sliding down into studio and joining us and taking a trip down memory lane at uh, 12.35 today. Here's how you can get hold of us. You reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline, River Cree, where they have the Little River Band coming up August 16th. They've also got Steve Earl and the Dukes, Copperhead Road, September 23rd. And I think on Sunday, they got Nazareth out at the River Creek. You can email us at any time at orders.now at 630chat.com. You can text us at 630-630. For Westlock 4, that's where we were yesterday. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock 4. Check out the great selection today at westlock4.com, worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter, at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Uh, Brad Whisker is producing our show, and you can produce Brad, or, uh, tweet Brad at producerbradw. Hey, let's get to it. Uh, the Center Ice Summit taking place as part of the Holinka Gretzky Cup. Canada, by the way, plays the United States 7 o'clock today at Rogers Place in semifinal number two. It'll be the Russians and the Swedes in an absolute beauty at 3 o'clock. The two winners meet in the gold medal game tomorrow night. Uh, Rene Fessel, he is the president of the IIHF, and he is speaking today, keynote speaker at the Center Ice Summit. He joined us yesterday on Oilers Now. To build bridges, you know, to, to have this, this contact and, and sharing experience, sharing uh, uh, what the experience we ever have. Actually, you know, uh, the way we work in Europe is a little bit different than the play here in North America. The ice is, is the ice and the board and the puck is the puck, but there are different ways to, to bring uh, actually uh, uh, ice hockey on a higher level. For sure, recruitment is, is one of the the, 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 the very important topics we have in, in the different development communities we have here in, uh, in Edmonton. Recruitment is, is key, so, uh, and this is, uh, this is uh, for all the federation, including Hockey Canada, I think Hockey Canada is now maybe more soccer players than they have hockey players, and this is a signal that, uh, that we need to work very, very hard uh, to bring young boys and girls on, on the ice again. That is Rene Fassell in Edmonton for the Center Ice Summit as part of the Holinka Gretzky Cup. Again, tonight, you can tickets available at TicketmasterEdmontonWitters.com. It is Team Canada against the United States. Meanwhile, at 3 o'clock this afternoon, Russia and Sweden. Glenn Goldson is the Oilers' assistant coach, the former head coach of the Calgary Flames and the Dallas Stars. He was on Oilers Now yesterday, and he dropped a little bit of a nugget for us. Glenn Gullitson will speak, be speak, speaking today at uh, the Center Ice Summit. And uh, Gully had this to say on the Oilers playing with more pace. 
there's a few things that we we want to change, and uh, there are going to be some some concrete changes. Um, probably the biggest is maybe. Um, uh, something that, that, that Todd brought to the table, but a couple other things with, with Trent and I um, that we think that uh, would help us just from both Anaheim and, and a Calgary perspective. So there, there are going to be some visible changes a little bit in, in, in style of play. Obviously, Trent's uh, taken over the penalty kill, and um, I think there will be some changes there. Um, but in the five-on-five play is probably where... Um, you know, we're going to go with, with things that uh, uh, are, are going to speed up the rate in which we play. And um, without going too far deep, too deep into it, there are there is uh, probably one of the bigger changes that I've seen in the National Hockey League. Um, we're we're going to uh, we're going to change a little bit here. So um, we think it's really going to speed up our pace of play. All right. So are we talking changing up the forecheck? Are we talking having perhaps you know two or three different forechecks that might even get deployed? in the same period or you don't want to reveal too much here to us right now yeah, you know what we are we are gonna um yeah i i would hate to do it to, to uh, our group but we are going to change some things and in, in those manners um just maybe our transition and our forecheck and a little bit of uh uh of the way we defend so um without being in too deep into it we are going to go after those areas and um, it's not anything that's different than the maybe two or three teams have employed uh, throughout our league, uh, but we think it's going to suit our guys real well. All right, pretty interesting comments, and the Oilers perhaps with a team better suited to uh, play with a bit of pace. They've added Tobias Reeder. He can skate. Kyle Brodziak, a veteran player, can win faceoffs. They still have an open spot. Peter Shirelli was on the show earlier this week. Didn't rule out the option of a PTO. Did not rule out the option of potentially claiming somebody on waivers as well. I would suggest you, either way, it's got to be a guy that's got some quickness and pace to his game as to whoever they bring in for that depth position. Let's get to NHL today. It's brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear, here's Brad Whisker. Thanks, Bob. It's semifinal day at the Holinka Gretzky Cup. As you mentioned, Canada faces the U.S. Russia plays Sweden. Sweden, Russia, 3 o'clock, Canada and the U.S. at 7, both down at Rogers Place. Bronze and gold medal games are tomorrow. In NHL news, the Arizona Coyotes have signed center Christian Dvorak to a six-year contract extension with an annual average value of $4.45 million. Dvorak registered 15 goals, 22 assists last season. That extension will kick in at the beginning of the 2019-2020 season. The Detroit Red Wings have announced a five-year extension for center Dylan Larkin. Larkin played all 80 two games last season for the club, scoring 16 goals and posting a career high in assists with 47 and in points with 63. The deal will carry an AAV of $6.1 million. Keeping with the Red Wings, GM Ken Holland says Henrik Zetterberg's status for the upcoming season remains uncertain. Zetterberg has dealt with a bunch of injuries in recent years and Nashville Predators GM David Poyle says the club is engaged in ongoing talks with defenseman Ryan Ellis regarding a contract extension. Well, He's at a $2.5 million cap hit last year of his deal. you got to figure he is at least a $5.5 million player. When we come back in one minute's time, we are going to hook up with a guy who, what a story. Uh, many of you old school listeners to the show would remember Doug LaCure from his days as a member of the Edmonton Oil Kings. But he's got a couple pretty fascinating connections to some Hall of Famers. And we'll hit on that when we come back in Oilers Now. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 
Welcome back, everybody. It's 1216 in Edmonton, and this is Oilers Now. And we're going to go Edmonton hockey old school up next. The genesis of how shows work. So yesterday we get a call from somebody talking about, well, you know, Wayne Gretzky only had one career fight, and that was against Neil Broughton. So I hopped on uh, HockeyFights.com, and Gretzky's listed as having a second fight against Doug LaCure. And I'm like, Doug LaCure? He was a tough SOB. Like, Wayne might have been a little bit out of his uh, weight class there. I get a text from a uh, executive that uh, has worked a number of years in the National Hockey League saying, hey, you should have Doug here in your show. I got his number. And I'm thinking to myself, why not? And that's kind of how we roll here. So uh, ironically enough, uh, we are pleased to be joined by former Chicago Blackhawk, Winnipeg Jet, and Pittsburgh Penguin, and a hard-nosed member of the Edmonton Oil Kings throughout the uh, early to mid-1970s, we welcome Doug LaCure. Doug, it's Bob Stoffer. How are you doing? Good, Bob. How are you doing? Good. Now, is that a, the correct way? I'm doing good. Is that the correct way to describe you? A hard-nosed member? of? I'm, I'm looking at these penalty minute totals. 284 minutes in 74-75. 335 minutes uh, with the Oil Kings in 75-76. And with the Winterhawks in Portland after uh, Edmonton moved, uh, you had 43 goals, 89 points, and 362 penalty minutes. So you were a tenacious player, were you not? Oh, I, I don't know. I think that was just the, the way the game was, and I think it was a little bit, uh, you had to get in there, I think, and maybe a little bit crazy, too, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you, you got into 126 games in the National Hockey League, and uh, recently, uh, Stan Makita, the Hall of Famer, great Chicago Blackhawk, passed away. Did you room with him for a while? I did, yeah, and uh, Stan was just a, just a you know, um, a real nice guy, and, and uh the season, about a half a season, he, he kind of retired the end of 79-80. Uh, he didn't play very much. I kind of stepped in. I was playing left wing, and then they put me in the center and gave me a, an opportunity to have a decent playoff. But he had the respect. You could tell, you know, I mean, um, Chicago was his only team. He he uh, was a 20-year veteran at the time, and uh, the training camp was just, you could just see the respect that everybody had for him and players like Tony Esposito and uh, the first training camp I went to, Bobby Orr was making his last comeback, and and uh, as well those players. So you're around some pretty, uh, three three Hall of Fame players. That is what you're saying. You're around some pretty good players. Were they Hall of Fame? I mean, you mentioned Stan was a Hall of Fame guy. Bobby was dealing with the knee injury. I mean, these are pretty special people, aren't they, Doug? Yeah, yeah. But you know, at the time, didn't think about it too much, Bob. Other than I was in awe of you know being in the situation. And, yeah, and the Chicago Stadium was something else as a place to play, and and everywhere else. So, yeah, it was kind of like, um, you know, trying to <laughs> trying to get there. But basically, it wasn't much of a career, as you can see. Oh, hey, you played 126 more games in the <laughs> NHL than I did, and that 98 percent of our listeners did. We're joined by Doug Lacure, uh, who uh, was a, a, a prominent Edmonton Oil King in the mid 1970s. You mentioned the playoff run in 79-80 with the Hawks. You, you scored four goals in seven games. So. You uh, certainly were an opt- opportunistic score that year in the playoffs. Yeah, it probably you know it got me that second contract there, Bob. Probably you know after that playoff run, but um, yeah. So you know it was re- like I say, really exciting um, that season. Who was uh, was Ed Johnson your coach at that time? Eddie Johnson, that's right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Grant Mulvey would have been on that team, so you would have. Uh, uh, I'm thinking you might have. Uh, 
well, he was a Western Hockey League guy, but he was out of the uh, Calgary Centennials. But uh, at that time, I mean, look, it was a completely different game, as you know. L- let me ask you this. So they, they've got you listed, Doug, as, as being in an actual fight with Wayne Gretzky. Was it a fight or was it just coincidental majors because you got paired off? Or was it, was it a legitimate scrap? Well, it's, uh, you know, I hope the story's pretty much the same as when it happened or, you know, as I remember it. But, um, again, fortunate enough to, to uh, Wayne was running um, for the scoring race that year. Well, every year, I guess. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was about the mid- 10th of March, somewhere in there, uh, first week of March, middle of March. And managed to, I was playing, again, playing center and um, and kept him off the scoreboard. And then I don't think he liked that very much. I was... You know, a hook here and a push there, and you know, just obviously, just uh, a little bit of luck as well. And then he was behind the net, and I wasn't going to let him kind of get in front of the net after he, his old give and go. You know. Yeah. And uh, so I gave him a little low cross check as he was just just to not let him get in front, and that's when he he dropped the gloves, and and of course we went down, and um, big Dave Semenko was on the ice, and he was kind of puzzled and thinking what. What do I have to do here? <laughs> you know, you know, just kick the you know crap out of me, or or just uh, just ignore it. I'm not sure. Well, he, you know, uh, you're about the size of Gary Howitt, who was called the Toy Tiger when he played. <laughs> and did did you fight him too by chance? Because I know Sammy never thought twice about he he went after Howitt a couple times and worked him over pretty good. No, I think he knew what happened. I think he saw that Wayne, maybe Wayne dropped him and. Uh, and, and um, it, you know what? It was five minutes for hanging on, Bob. Probably that's all. It wasn't much of a fight. You did. I mean, you you did rack up some penalty minute totals uh, in junior in the minors. Uh, I got to ask you this though: there, the the one video incident of you that's out there uh, was as a Winnipeg. I think you were with Winnipeg. That's and, right. And Brad Park just lost it on you, didn't he? He did. Yeah. But that, again, it was the game, and, and I I don't think he liked the, the fact that I followed through on a check. Maybe, um, you know, he was Brett Park, so yep. but he turned his stick over, and um, and I'm kind of it was a duel, <laughs> you know, kind of like a sword duel well, as 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 I was backing up and he was coming at me, and uh, with a stick over his over his head. I mean, that would today, Doug, that you're you'd be looking at a you know a, probably a ten to fifteen game suspension for that today. Yeah, yeah. You, you just laugh because it's not even. So, see, you, you had your time. Uh, what was? Uh, who was the most impactful coach that maybe helped you get to the uh, uh, National Hockey League? You know, and what was what was sort of the fondest memory that you had playing in the NHL? Oh, the NHL was that playoff uh, was yeah that was pretty special. Was I I managed to get an overtime winner in the first game I played. So, and then. Uh, Who'd you guys play? Time, who'd, you, who'd you guys play in that opening round? St. Louis. It was best of five at that time in the first series, and then and uh, so we won three straight, and then um, up against Buffalo, and it, it it was a tough game. They man, it's, it, there's no room in the playoffs, as you as you know. It's just. You can't even believe well, it. Well, especially um, in those, Doug, we're joined by Doug here. Doug, especially in those tiny arenas, right? Like, you're playing at Chicago Stadium, but th- then you're going to Buffalo to play in the odd, and that was a real small facility as well. Yeah, and big defensemen blocking all the shots, and the goalies were good. And uh, so, I mean, they, they were close. We lost four straight, but um, I believe one was in overtime, and, and a couple others were one goal. So it was, you know, it could have gone either way, I think. Um, but it was it, it was exciting. 
I would say that's the highlight, yeah. You played with, uh, I, I was thinking you played with Paul Mulvey, uh, not Grant Mulvey, but Paul Mulvey, who was a, a super tough guy. And he was the guy that refused to fight when Don Perry was coaching the L.A. Kings. But you also played with Wayne Babich with the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. Was he the, was he the best uh uh, the best player that you maybe played with in junior hockey? Because Wayne Babbage was a 50-goal scorer in the NHL. Oh, yeah. No, Wayne was really talented and uh, always in good shape and uh, right-winger. Uh, I think they were more rare than the, than the lefties. But, uh, yeah, he, he just went on to have a great career and, and nice guy. And uh, What a shot from the right side. Uh, any uh, surprise that Brent Peterson ended up having an extensive NHL career as a coach? No, no, I think Brent was a leader. You know, I think when, he, when in junior, I think that was his role, and uh, he was uh, definitely uh, respected, and all the guys looked up to, to Brent, so I, it doesn't surprise me at all. All right, uh, Doug here joining us. Doug, a couple more. Uh, I'm looking back at the team of the Oil Kings. Teddy, uh, terrible Teddy Olson, who was later played at the University of Alberta. He passed away about 10 years ago. And the other guy that I, that I remember... And, they played with the Philadelphia Flyers, and this guy was a legitimate uh, heavyweight, was Dave Hoyta. And I know he died a few years ago as well, but uh, he, he was a guy that certainly was willing to, uh, I mean, he had close to 300 penalty minutes in uh, parts of two seasons with the Flyers. He was a tough dude as well, wasn't he? Very, very tough. And, uh, you know, I had two brothers played on the Spruce Grove Mets when they won the Centennial Cup. Right. And Dave Hoyta was on that team, and... Um, and so, and Doug Messier was the coach, and Paul Messier was a defenseman. Mark was a stick boy, actually. Small world. And uh, that's where we really got to see how tough Dave Hoyter was, you know, initially uh, when he was like 17 or 18. So, um, yeah, no, Dave, Dave was a big, tough uh, farm boy. Doug, Lecure, Doug, final <laughs> question for you. Who was the best player you played with in junior or growing up that maybe did not I mean, you got into 125 games, but was there a guy that you maybe played with that, you know, never really got, you know, north of 20 games in the NHL that you thought might, you know, it just didn't work out for him? Well, I think there's a bunch of guys like that. Um, Mike Will comes to, comes to mind. Uh, Rocky Mays. I remember, remember Rocky. Yeah, he's a, he was a police officer for a That's number of years. right. Yeah. yeah, Rocky was a very talented hockey player. And, uh, and there's a few more that I'm probably missing a whole bunch, but there's a lot of guys that... Uh, they could really skate and and they really play hockey, and then I guess they just it just didn't happen. Hey, you know what, Doug? You, you got in 126 games in the NHL during that time. You roomed with Stan Makita. You got in a fight with Wayne Gretzky. You got chased around the ice by Brad Park. Some would call that the trifecta. Uh, what are you doing now these days? I know you got a couple different jobs going. Yeah, you know I'm I'm working. I'm still in the golf business. I still do a little bit of teaching. I haven't played competitive for a bunch of years, but. But uh, yeah, still still hanging around. You or Tony? Who's the better golfer? Uh, I think I got the edge on Tony over the years, but I, you know, I don't. I think he could probably take me on now for sure. All right, Doug. Hey, thanks for taking time to join us here in Orders now. Okay. All right. Thanks for having me, Bob. You bet. That is Doug Lacure, Edmonton area product. And uh, I'm going to ask Rod Phillips about uh, Doug Lacure. Rod Phillips is going to step in a studio here at uh, 12:35. This is Oilers now. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, Brad Whiskers producing this show for us. We are uh, joined by Angela uh, Angie Quinnell, who's uh, Oppen, the Hall of Famer, longtime voice of the Oilers, coming in. But right now, we're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, six thirty, Chad.